I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. In five, four, three. Anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. I know words. I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. Podcast live edition. Dude, what was going on with the intro there? Nothing. It was... The regular intro. Oh, it was skipping on me. Oh, I'm, I might need to uh, swap over to my hotspot. It's <laughs> uh, let me swap over the hotspot, and then I'll tell you about the uh, the woes of trying to get internet hooked up out here. <laughs> yeah, it was cutting in and out, so I was waiting for my cue as I was pouring myself a little iced coffee here, and it cut out in the beginning. And then it cut out right after Donald Trump talked about him having the best words. So I don't know if everybody else heard it or not, but this is the Peddling Fiction Podcast, live Friday edition, despite Justin's best efforts to fuck it up. <laughs> he is uh, Justin, the Hillbilly Boy Campbell. I am the host, the voice and soul of so-called fiction, Johnny Profita. We are peddling fiction on a Friday afternoon. What's going on, man? So the <clears throat> the most recent debacle with putting internet in this building, um, the I had a tech come out today to to work on it. Come to find out that the the guy who had come out initially was like a contractor, and I'm the third location that the guy who came out today has gone to, where that guy went out told it told the person there that they would have to bring a bucket truck out to work on something and then close the ticket and left and nothing ever got done. So I don't, so I'm a little less upset about it, but they didn't actually need a bucket truck. What they have to do is run all the lines underground to get them to the building. So I still don't have internet service out here. I'm running off of a hotspot and boosted off of, uh, the house that's a fucking quarter mile away. So, yay. Let me, speaking of the hotspot, I'm going to swap over to that. All right. Oh, you haven't done it yet? You're still just yakking about it? All right. I'm dropping some uh, stuff in the chat here. It might be, I don't know if it's on my end because I got a lot of windows open. So, I'm going to close some of this and drop some stuff into the chat here just in case we got. I sent you a lot of stuff too. Um, Say, do we not have enough for today already? I don't know. You never know how long we're going to spend on something. 
These are uh, older stories from earlier in the week that I just had flagged. Ooh, that one that you just sent, the uh, Dick Cheney three-inch heels. Vivek, dude. Vivek just fucking dropping bombs at that debate. Um, I mean, he's the outsider. That's what he's got to do. Like, did you see the clip where he was, uh, I can't remember what the question was, but he was, he basically was like, yeah, the, the Democrats would never do a debate like this with, uh, with the conservative host. Like, why are we even up here with, uh, what's his name? Oh shit. The, um, the whole panel was a bunch of leftists. Like, the the fact that the the conservatives are so just the Republicans are completely cucked to the this leftist media that's not going to let them do anything. I mean, every time the Trump chants start at one of these debates, the the moderators turn around and they're like, "Can we behave civilly?" I'm like, no, fuck <laughs> you. That's not why we're here. We don't want civil anymore. Go away. Yeah, I you know it's weird. I haven't seen any like publicity for these last two debates. I, I completely missed them. Usually like the first debate, there was like articles about the first debate coming and, and then there was like people talking about it everywhere. So I knew that the first debate was, was on these, these next two. I didn't know about it until after it happened. <laughs> I start seeing like clips floating around the internet and I was like, Oh shit. I don't know if I would have actually watched the, the second and the third one. There, if I had known about them in advance, but this one looked like there was uh, some good, some good uh, bombs being lobbed. I mean, why would you watch them though? Like the only reason to watch these is to see how Vivek just absolutely tries to embarrass everybody else on the on the stage. Mike yeah. Pence dropped out, so you know you you don't have that boring shit show anymore. <laughs> like uh, DeSantis isn't bad. Nikki Haley is more and more proving that she's just a leftist uh is chris christie still in the race i can't imagine that he is but like, i believe he is i don't know why like the only reason to watch it is to have something to make fun of because at the end of the day the reason that trump isn't on the stage with them is because of exactly what vivek said they're doing this on these leftist media platforms where like you're not going to get a fair shake so why even go? Yeah, it, it's a really bizarre approach. I, was it the the first one, or maybe it was the second one where they had that, uh, the like the Mexican chick? Yeah, yeah, that was the second one. It's just like what she can barely even speak English. Um, first of all, and second of all, yeah, she's from like, uh, what's the name of that media outlet? Um drawing a blank on it but yeah it was just like she clearly was there to try to just push a leftist agenda onto the republican candidates during their debate it's like kind of yeah it's a weird thing that they're going for here what um do we have some of the stuff from the the debate oh uh, yeah i was sorry i was trying to get the uh the video pulled up i've got vivek's opening statement where he just went yoke on him we become a party of losers at the end of the day. We have a cancer in the Republican establishment. Let's speak the truth. I mean, since Ronna McDaniel took over as chairwoman of the RNC in 2017, we have lost 2018, 2020, 2022, no red wave that never came. We got trounced last night in 2023. And I think that we have to have accountability in our party. 
there's a lot to be said for that. Like Ronald McDaniel has been an absolute disgrace. Uh, she's terrible. I don't even know who that is. I know it's, that they uh, were throwing her name around, but like I, it's I never gave her a thought. Yeah, but it's just like, how much, how much blame can you really put on her for these like horrible uh, performances? So, some of the inside baseball type stuff. Um, so, like the way they run a lot of these campaigns and a lot of these um, different initiatives, ballot initiatives, uh, constitutional amendments, stuff like that, is um, a lot of it is done at the state level, but it also comes from the RNC, and the RNC kind of gives guidance on uh, what you're prioritizing, what you're prioritizing, how the money's getting spent, what kind of money and funding that you're getting for a lot of this stuff. And uh, the way they've been running stuff has been instead of trying to push stuff at the right time, like a lot of these, um, I don't know if you saw it uh, in Ohio, they put in a constitutional amendment to um, affirming abortion. So, the timing of a lot of these abortion bills that have been getting put in and the way that the, the timing, the wording, and then the, the way they've kind of promoted them, it's all been done just about as piss poorly as you could possibly do it. <clears throat> like the, the, the wording is weird where do I vote? No. Do I vote? Yes. It's kind of conf confusing. They put them in in either midterms or like this one is in a completely off year. You know, 23 is not a it's not even a midterm year and and they don't have them. So they're not putting these ballot initiatives in place when you're going to actually get people showing up. Like nobody shows up for a fucking odd year election. Um, the Evansville mayoral election, there's 90,000 registered voters in Evansville and 16,000 showed up like people don't show up to vote on off years. People barely show up to vote on on uh, you know mid the midterm years. It, it so the way they've been doing all of this is not conducive to winning, and a lot of that is from the direction of the RNC, which is being headed by, as Sean says, Mitt Romney's cousin, Ronald McDaniel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, you can put the the chat things up there if they're on Facebook. Yes. Ah, okay. Man, so many ins and outs here. <laughs> it's a miracle I even um, get this thing to turn on. But yeah, I, I don't know anything else that happened in this debate other than Vivek just going like full savage mode on Republicans and then on one of the one of the moderators. Didn't he call him out on the whole uh, Russia collusion hoax? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went off on the moderators too. He asked them if uh, he asked them to answer some questions. And they just completely ignored him and, and moved that on. That was. Did I send that to you? I think I might have sent it to you. I don't think I. I don't think I had that one. Because that was great. It was like I, I'm pretty sure I did. Um, it was a tweet because I somebody tweeted it out and it was um, it might have been, um, Liberty Lockdown. Uh, I'm blocked. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was wondering about that. Okay. Um, 
you gotta remember i i piss off a lot of people even people that should be friendly so I, I piss off a lot of people i've noticed i have noticed but i i forget that you like can't even get the messages that i send you yeah i can't see them at <laughs> I can't all. keep track of all this shit everybody that you're blocked or that you have that's blocked you on twitter if i block them then i can just click view the message but if they block me then i'm i'm out i can't see it that's hilarious. All right. How long ago did I send it to you? The um, debate was on Wednesday. Or, yeah, the b- debate was on Wednesday, so it couldn't have been that long ago. I know. I can't even fucking find it. All right. Whatever. What's uh? What's our first real topic of the show? What else we got? Uh, well, I mean, it is getting to be that time of year. A, a common thread amongst a bunch of the articles that we've got for today is uh let's say we got justin trudeau getting the shot a uh former pretending to get it yeah (laughs) a former colts offensive lineman uh who kicked the bucket we've got a report out of ah there that's a good one let's start with that one got a report out of canada um the cancer-causing SV40 found in the Pfizer vaccines. In what one scientist described as an admission of epic proportions, Can- Health Canada on Thursday confirmed the presence of DNA contamination in Pfizer COVID-19 vaccines. They also confirmed that Pfizer did not disclose the contamination to the public health authority. The DNA contamination includes the simian virus 40 promoter and enhancer uh, Pfizer did not previously disclose and that some experts say is a cancer risk due to potential integration with the human genome. Uh, so this, and this is actually interesting. I did a couple episodes on uh, on Moderna and the problems that Moderna had had for the better part of a decade, well, a decade and a half at this point, of trying to get some of their mRNA vaccines um, on the market. They never could get past um, they never could get past animal trials because the there's like a a lipid um, compound that is used as like a bonding agent in in these mrna vaccines and it causes severe kidney failure amongst other things uh so like a lot of the a lot of the stuff that they have in these mrna vaccines they've never been able to take them to human trials because the animal trials were so catastrophic in death rates because of all of the health complications that were created by the different components and the way that they, especially, uh, so like the problem that, that Moderna had specifically was anything that was more than a single dose. That was when they started having problems, like, but they couldn't get any of their single dose attempts to be effective enough to, to warrant making it. So like it was, it's, it's, there's a lot of weird shit in these things. And, um, yeah, the looking into it more and more, you find out like there's a reason this stuff never came to the market. And if it wasn't for the the emergency authorization in 2020, it never would have, period. Yeah, Donald Trump's uh, warp speed, Operation Warp Speed. What I find like almost more interesting than all of this stuff we keep finding out more and more garbage is is buried inside these vaccines 
is the fact that these these admissions just keep trickling out. Everything that people were talking about or trying to talk about in real time that was getting them censored and booted off of shows, uh, booted off of platforms, YouTube channels, canceled and everything like that, demonetized, um, nuked entirely. And they're all just slowly, one at a time, like dominoes just falling down. And they're admitting to everything. And nobody seems to care. Like I said, they're still, uh, we have the, pulled the fucking Trudeau pretending to get his vaccine. This, uh, yeah, this one was kind of sad too with this, uh, this 21 year old kid. He, uh, this is an interesting follow. This died suddenly on Twitter. <laughs> they, uh, they pretty much track every, everything that's suspiciously, um, could be related to a vaccine sort of, uh, side effect. Th this kid didn't die as far as I know, but just went through hell and back and almost died from an autoimmune disorder um, pretty much directly as a result of the vaccine. I, I don't even think anybody's disputing that. Um, it, it, it's why, and like the, he was like such a healthy, I, I don't know, it, it seems like runners in general. I don't know what it is. Like athletes and runners seem to have really big issues with these vaccines. Yeah, if you're, if you are, physically active and in good shape uh you're you're probably going to have some negative consequences of it in some in some way uh, well yeah. i mean shit um i think it's i think it's been confirmed that like lebron james for as much as he was pushing the vax didn't actually get it he uh he he like faked it or something like like if you're a, if you were a an athlete in peak physical condition or even just in like good shape you're uh you didn't need it to begin with and if that's you did the, get right. it now yeah, you're, that's like now the you're irony hurt. the irony of this is like they were at the least possible risk of having any sort of complication from getting covid and the only way they could have really hurt themselves is by risking one of these vaccine side effects that do seem to be rare but man when they hit man they hit pretty fucking hard <laughs> And so it's just like, yeah, if you are, you don't want to be too healthy, but you don't want to be uh, a fat sedentary slob either. Cause then COVID will give you a really hard time and the vaccine can give you a hard time. Um, man, it's, yeah, this is great. So this guy, this guy posted this on fucking Facebook. This guy is such a tool. Jesus Christ, dude. Canada is, is worse. One of the few places that's worse than the U S <laughs> oh yeah all she did was rub like rubbing alcohol on his arms but he's claiming to get his uh flu and covid vaccine here <laughs> what like if, if you're gonna fake it at least show a syringe of some sort get the saline solution out but this is just like, she just rubs his arms. He's like, got my vaccines. It's like, all right. And if you remember, I don't know, a week or two ago, there was that study that seemed to say if you got the flu vaccine and the COVID vaccine together, that seemed to give you a lot of problems as well. It was specifically in um, 
older people, like 60 plus. But yeah, there there are there has been an emerging pattern of people who got both of them simultaneously having some negative uh, effects from from that. Right. And once again, you can just just think about it. Were they testing that during these very intense, thorough COVID vaccine trials? Were they testing it with interactions with other vaccines that people might be getting at the exact same time? Guarantee you 100% they did not test that. There was not, I don't think there was one trial where they're just like, what happens if you take the flu vaccine and the COVID vaccine at the same time? Because if you're going to be taking all these boosters, like what, twice a year or something like that, it will coincide with your flu vaccine. I would think at some point. Well, that's like how many, uh, how many different medications do we have that they're like, don't mix this with this. Don't mix this with this. Like, yeah, you know. but this is just like, nope, just don't ask questions. Just shut up and take it. It's good for you. Yeah. Harmless, you know, safe and effective, but mostly safe. <laughs> It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable how many people were on the right side of it when Donald Trump was like pushing it too. It's just a great little um, insight into the way uh, human human beings work or something like that. When Donald Trump was uh, was pushing the vaccine, it was like everybody that was pushing the vaccine now was saying, "There's no way I'd get Donald Trump's vaccine." Of course not. <laughs> Uh-oh, Sean got both the flu and the COVID booster a few weeks ago. Well, Sean, it was nice knowing you. <laughs> oh, man. No, I mean, I'm sure the, the odds of actually having complications from these things are very rare. When you think about the number of people that were vaccinated, you know, it was like hundreds of millions of people. And the, the number of people having complications is like, you know, tens of thousands, maybe something like, I think the last thing I saw from the, uh, what's that database, the, uh, VERS database, yeah, whatever it's called, it was like 40 some odd thousand, um, were reporting something. I think it was my, it was one of, it might've been myocarditis. I, I forget exactly what the complication was, but it's like, yeah, tens of thousands out of hundreds of millions. Like, all right, yes. But the, um, and those of you who are are familiar with our dear, dear, dear friend of the show um, might be a little more f familiar with his situation. So the the um, vaccines might be a little more appropriate. Yeah. Um, but in general, like the. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Life insurance. Yeah all the insurance stuff too. It's such a, it's such an interesting thing that you have to navigate as an American, just one more complicated fuck up, fucked up thing that you have to deal with now. Well, I'm like that one really. time I don't, and it could be, it might be different for Sean than it is for um, like the insurance that we have. But like at one time insurance covered the COVID vaccine and then they stopped. And I don't know if they do, again or not it, it's like this weird back and forth where you, you're never really sure if uh if insurance is covering it or not and, and like they'll send us a notification that's we're no longer covering the covid vaccine and up oh, we're covering the covid vaccine again it's like make up your damn mind what's yeah I, dude i just remember every time i had to i had a potential 
health insurance situation, which was not very often. We're talking like maybe once or twice in a 15 year period where I was like, I think my health insurance is going to work for this. And it just became such a cluster uh, where I just like got, um, I wouldn't say overwhelmed. I just got discouraged trying to figure it out. And I was like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> like, I'm just going to pay for it. Congratulations. You guys won. Or I'm just not going to do whatever. I don't even remember exactly what the situation was, but trying to figure out what is covered, what's in this network, what's in that, if this is going to be how much of this. And it's just like, fuck it. I don't want to deal with it. I'm going to go to Mexico and have them rip teeth out of my head for $150 a tooth. You know what I mean? It's just like, just come down here. The flights are getting a little more expensive, but like, uh, we have a, a, a friend, a friend of the family who needs dialysis and it's like impossible to get dialysis in the U S it's like really hard to get it. And it's really, it's, I forget what the cost, the cost was ridiculous when they, when they told me how much it cost. And so he's thinking about just coming down to Mexico and doing it because it's here all the time and it's like super cheap. It's like a 10th of the price, maybe a 20th of the price or something in the U S if you can get it and you can just come down to Mexico and, and get it. No problem. Um, the, the U S healthcare system is <laughs> not surprisingly now that the government is so heavily involved in it. It's a clusterfuck like everything else. The government is involved in pick, pick an area, pick a market, go ahead college education how's that working out for everybody health insurance how's 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 foreign policy going <laughs> like how's how is the middle east going right now yeah yeah you should you know i, I wrote down the name of that drug sean i and i was like going through some notes in my phone and i saw this i was like what the fuck is this and it was like this weird ass thing that I'd never heard of. And I was like, oh, I think that's the drug I was supposed to look to see if I could get it for sure. <laughs> I should ask, dude. Um, well, I'm telling you, it's just like a much better quality of, of, of life. I like the health, like the level of healthcare, I'm sure is better in a lot of parts of the US. But it's just like, like here, I can just get somebody to come to my condo right now and do things for me. I'll just text them on WhatsApp and they'll like, they'll show up at my door. If I needed like a fucking IV or something, they're here and they'll just fucking give you an IV. <laughs> it's like Mexico caters to the fucking customer. It's great. Um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I'll look into that. I'll see if I can find that drug for you. Cause I guarantee you if they have it, it'll be readily available. It's like, they'll either have it at the pharmacy down the street here or if they don't have it there, they'll just be like, yeah, we just need to order it from like the warehouse where they keep all the drugs. <laughs> and the, the cartel swoops in and drops it off. So, <laughs> uh, Beautiful Mexico. Uh, speaking of the Middle East, I don't know how things are going over there per se. I suspect it's uh, basically business as usual. But for, uh, for some folks here in the U.S., they, they're feeling uh, the effects of that, I guess, supposedly. Yeah, Jews panic buying guns over anti-Semitic fears. <laughs> this was this was just a funny fucking headline. I didn't even read the article. I was just like, this is hilarious because um, 
most uh, Jewish people on average, I would say, not only uh, vote Democrat and lean left, but they're also just not, they're not like gun guys. When you think of a, a Jewish guy, you're not thinking guns. You're, you're thinking, yeah, well, yeah, like in charge of Hollywood, in charge of the banks, in charge of our government, <laughs> but the, not, not going to the gun range very often. I'd say the opening for this article is just hilarious. Not, number one, this person's name, but Vicki Fuhrer, I, I feel like if you're Jewish, you should change your last name from Fuhrer. Like that just, right? I don't know. Anyway, Nikki Fuhrer, a 48-year-old educator from South Florida, told Bloomberg that she recently joined members of her synagogue for a shooting lesson at a firing range just north of Fort Lauderdale. It's scary holding this thing, Fuhrer said, thinking of how I will ever be able to shoot at someone. Like, that's the that's the funniest thing about this is these people go and buy guns. They are probably the most dangerous. Like, Are they trying to make us be pro-gun control like these people who are going and buying guns are like the number one people who should not have guns like they they're insecure they're scared they don't know how to handle a weapon like well it is pretty funny because that's like their talking point as to why nobody should have guns and it's always the people that shouldn't have the guns (laughs) that that um sort of prove that talking point, I guess, if that makes any sense. It's like there, yeah, it's like this guy has no bit, like get some training, get some fucking firearm training. Like they, I, I'm fine with them getting a gun, but it's like, yeah, you want to be comfortable with it. You don't want to just have this thing that you don't really know how to use because you will be a danger to yourself as much as others. <laughs> Well, and that's the thing is like they go and they buy a gun that looks scary or that looks intimidating or that they think is uh, like they saw it on TV or something or, you know, it's it's a gun that they use on CSI or whatever. It's like, no, no, like you need to you need to pick it up. You need to rack it. You need to, you know, drop the magazine, put it back in like, you know, you, you've got to uh, that my wife, my wife does not shoot. She does not like guns. She doesn't mess with them, but she has a gun. And that was the number one thing we did was is like, okay, hold it. How does it fit in your hand? Can you, is it like, is it light enough that you can actually carry it? Can you rack the slide? Can you drop the magazine? Like, you know, let's go through the motions of if you actually have to use this thing, can you physically use it? You see these like, especially like leftist women in uh, like these suburbanite, uh, psycho Karens, and they'll have like a big 38 Magnum. Like that thing will break your fucking wrist if you ever pull the trigger. If you can even muster up the physical hand strength to pull the trigger, like, yeah, what are you gonna do with that? <laughs> like, what could you pot? It's it's basically just a paperweight uh, in their hands. You know, by the time if shit does go down, it's going to be completely useless for them because they can't they can't wield it. So I just thought that was pretty funny that they're panic like that. That's the final capitulation <laughs> from the uh, the gun control uh, Jewish wing of the Democratic Party, where it's like, all right, I better get some guns now, which is hilarious to me on just a number of levels. Like the idea of them having a gun is kind of hilarious, but the fact that they just throw all of their ideology out the window because of some anti-Semitism. 
And it's like, wh- what's the what's the major talking points for from the the, the pro gun? But it's like, hey, like you want to be armed to protect yourself from threats of, of things like and they're like oh no like nobody needs an ar-15 for self you know defense blah 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 blah. nobody needs that you only need guns for hunting and then somebody calls you like a fucking <laughs> I don't know, some jewish slur or something and you're like oh shit i better get a gun <laughs> they start seeing these they start seeing these protests it's like oh wow yeah there's a lot of well, people there they well, don't seem the really, to like jewish people the really crazy thing about this is this is like the the leftist policy of open borders, bringing in more and more immigrants, specifically Middle Eastern immigrants, who, as it turns out, are uh, not super friendly towards Jews in this whole situation. And so, so like, it's, I don't know, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of a, uh, an, an interesting, like you get what you deserve sort of thing with some of this, like, You've been pushing for open borders and bringing all of these people here, and now they're not particularly uh, friendly. Huh, imagine that. Yeah. I, I, it's just <laughs> watching everything come to fruition is, is really something. And watching the, them just being like, like they'll still probably in a, in a separate conversation, even though they just started panic buying guns, tell you about how nobody – you know, we need to have really strict gun control, yada, yada. Nobody needs a gun. I'm sure. And um, speaking of comeuppance, the the meme of the week <laughs> uh, is, co- is compliments of Panama. Uh, Panama, I don't know, was it Panama City, Panama? Panama uh, City, Panama? I don't think they it just was said Panama. Panama. Like, I was like, it's kind of a big place. I don't remember if it was Panama City, but it, uh, yeah, it was somewhere on. There's the, also a Panama City, Florida, and yeah, it's not Florida. I know it, that. Yeah, it, Panama, it was definitely Panama, Panama but it, they like didn't specify. And I think maybe some people are just really bad with geography, so they just think that you can just say Panama, and that really narrows it down. But I initially I was like, wait, Panama, like in Florida, because this seems like a Florida thing to do. That was my initial thought too. I was like, "Oh shit, this is this was in Florida, but it, yeah, it was it was not Florida." Um, there's been so much like incorrectly reported about this because it's been getting shared around in so many different places. Yeah, this is a this is a pretty epic picture. I'm, I'd like to get this framed and and like have it as a poster <laughs> in my background. I think. That, and then the yeah. uh, and then the so, other picture on this shot, like you get the action shot here with the uh, the shell casing flying by his head. So, two the way it was reported is that it was two climate activists. Apparently, there are a number of different protests all going on simultaneously in Panama. There are uh, protests over the government. There's like a copper mine or something that was given that was leased out to a Canadian mining company. Uh, This one in particular was not actually the climate related one. These were uh, teachers who were on strike for something, but nonetheless, what they've been doing in all of these different protests is they're like dragging debris and other shit out into the street, blocking traffic. It's, uh, it's delaying 
it's delaying like food supplies or food trucks and stuff getting to stores. So now they're starting to see major food shortages in the like largely populated areas because uh, like the trucks can't get through to deliver. Uh, one of the one of the kind of um, horrible but also hilarious things about this was the two people that this guy shot. Uh, they couldn't get an ambulance in there because the roads were all blocked. Been blocking the road. Right. Um, it's really hard for me to have sympathy for people that are blocking roads. I, I just, I hate traffic in general. I don't really understand how it happens when you don't have fucking idiots standing in the middle of the street. But yeah, this is just like the most selfish fucking thing. Like, and I don't understand what it's supposed to do other than make people angry at you. Right. Like, what is the goal here? You're blocking, you know, Joe Sixpack from getting to work on time. You're blocking ambulances from saving people's lives. You're fucking up the supply chain from, you know, causing all this unnecessary traffic. And your protest is what? You're a teacher. What are you fucking pro? You want a, a, a higher salary? Or you want more time off? It's for the children, I'm sure. All the teachers really give a shit about the fucking children. Then go fucking protest at the school. What are you doing in the middle of the street? Stop it. Like, I don't know. Like, it, it is so fucking stupid. And then the Palestinian protests, they're blocking traffic. Uh, they're ruining the days of people that have nothing to do with anything going over in, on in Gaza. None whatsoever. A climate activism, like, go jump in a fucking lake. I, I don't know what to tell you. You've been wrong about everything. Literally wrong about every single thing. You could not be more wrong. So shut the fuck up and get out of everybody's way. Uh, what's her face? The Down syndrome chick. Uh, fetal alcohol syndrome girl. Just deleted her 2018 tweets because she was predicting the end of the world in 2023 when she was like 12 years old. It's like, yeah, I bet you. Uh, <laughs> five years, it seems like a really long time when you're fucking 12. It's almost half of your goddamn life. So yeah, I'm sure 2023 seemed really far off when you were a 12-year-old idiot. Now you're a fucking 18-year-old idiot, and you have to delete your retarded tweets from five years ago. What's so, the new, new projection from the climate activists? What's going to happen this time? 2400. 20, the year 2400? Yeah. No, 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 wait. <laughs> okay. 20, so sorry, 400 21, fucking years from now? 2100. 21, sorry, uh, oh, I was wrong. Okay. <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> Only 77 <laughs> years from now. Oh, yeah. all right. But the, let's the start crazy, panicking. But the crazy thing is, you can go back to the '60s, and they were projecting that 70 years from then we were going to be underwater. And that came and went. Mm. And then peak oil, global warming, global cooling, this, that, and the other thing. Yeah, um, I, I just at a certain point you, you've you've lost the right to protest. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You just don't know what you're talking about. And by the way, stopping traffic. So now these cars are just idling. All that bad fucking uh, CO2 going into the atmosphere because the cars, they're just sitting there for hours now because you're blocking traffic. They're not turning off the cars. Right. Maybe eventually they are if you block them long enough. But wouldn't it be better for the environment for them to just keep on going through? According to your retarded theory about uh cars I, I i mean 
these people are so goddamn stupid. And then they're destroying artwork too, like priceless artwork. Jesus Christ, man. I, I have no – so this guy has just completely fucking had it. He's got this look on his face that's just like – I don't know. It it will – this will be like one of the memes I think that doesn't go away. So I saw some there, – there's a lot of shouting back and forth, and I, and I found some translation on it. More or less, he's like – he goes out there and starts clearing the debris and shit out of the road that they've yeah. got piled up. And then they start yelling at him about it to not – like to stop – clearing the stuff out of the way and he's like we have places to go like you can't just block traffic and not let us through and then they keep yelling at him he pulls his gun out and continues to clear and then there's somebody in the background that's yelling why don't you just shoot him then why don't you just shoot him then so then he does and and then after he does the second person like comes running up on him and he shoots them too it's like if you just watched him shoot the first person maybe that's the level of of retard we're dealing with here all right, the guy starts, he gave you plenty of opportunities to not get shot. It was like, you, he starts moving the debris and you don't like that. So you yell at him. Then he pulls out his gun. Here's an idea. Don't argue with somebody that has a gun. I don't care what your cause is. I don't care how righteous it is. He just pulled out a gun. Good time to shut the fuck up and get out of there. If you don't want to get shot. If you do want to get shot, keep talking. Keep talking for whatever retarded protest you're going for. Uh, by the way, protests never do anything. They've never worked in the history of protests. They've never accomplished anything. I mean, arguably, that's what got Joe Biden elected. If you believe, you know, 80 million votes and all of that stuff. Because <laughs> I, I think there's that, a lot. That of was why a lot of people did it. Was they were just like we, we just got to return to return to sanity. If we vote for Joe Biden, then they'll stop burning cities down. So yeah. Yeah, and everybody at like four o'clock in the morning just decided to turn their votes in real quick because <laughs> of those protests. Yeah, no, uh, a protest has never in the history. I don't even know why people bother doing it. There's no upside. It's not going to do a goddamn thing. Nope. It's just going to be right back to business as usual as soon as you're done uh, destroying things or getting your ass kicked by police. I, I don't know. <laughs> I've never seen it be like, oh, that protest really uh, turned the tides. That really fixed everything. Nope. Um, at, at best, it'll get like some like some horrible government involvement into whatever your cause is. That doesn't really accomplish what you wanted to accomplish. It just gives them a lot more power to to fuck with you uh, in the future. But yeah, this guy, uh, he's just like, all right. He's got this look like I am just, I am so done with this. I don't even care. Boom. I'm shooting you. And it's really hard for me to have some people like that. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. Don't block the street. Don't argue with somebody who's pulled a gun. Egging them on, apparently. I didn't, I didn't listen to anything with audio. Um, but yeah, I think he's going to, I think like that, that look that he has on his face, uh, I don't even know how to describe it, but you can tell what it is when you see it. And that I think this is going to become like one of those classic memes where it's just like, you know, like uh, hide the hide the pain, Harold and all these other ones that everybody knows. Especially with the shell casing like in the air right by his head. Yeah, that, I mean, that just makes it iconic immediately. Oh, God. Yeah. Greta Thun- Thunberg, whatever. Thunberg. Yeah. What the fuck's her goddamn name? 
yeah yeah she was always interesting did you see the stuff so you know they always talked about greta and uh and all of her climate activism and then when you look at like the uh the modes of transportation she uses the the trains and the uh the ships and stuff like instead of instead of flying because flying so bad i mean okay but then when you go look at the the trains she's riding on and the the boats that she's going on when she's doing her traveling and stuff it's like um you do know that stuff's like as bad if not worse right like you're not you're not you're not doing you're not saving anything with and then like it's all these amazing yeah utensils and stuff they like they show her sitting on the train eating her eating her meal like this pre-packaged processed using single-use plastic utensils and it's like you're doing a really bang up job of saving the environment there to it's like i i just can't imagine being so obsessed with a cause and knowing like practically nothing about it like doing no like in-depth research or thought process <laughs> just like wait a minute like with the electric car like thing that we talk about all the time it's like well how do we get these batteries how are they powering these things you know what I mean? Like they, they just have this surface level under, they, they see something and they're like, Ooh, that's bad. That must be bad. And then, and then there's nothing, there's nothing deeper beneath it. And it's just like, this is their entire life. This is their identity. And unfortunately for whatever reason, we're going to have to listen to like this stupid bitch for the rest of my life. Like she's not going to go away. And I don't understand why. Kind of makes you hope she'll be right and the world will end. Right. It's <laughs> just like, okay, fine. Yep. Let's uh if if driving the cars is what's gonna do it, then everybody hop in a car right now. Well, and you know, one of the another one of the um, popular arguments that's made by all of these climate activists and stuff is how industrial farming is such a such a plague on the planet and everything. And so you need to you need to eat these like I don't know, beyond meat and, and, uh, uh, what's the other, what's the other one called? Shit. I can't remember now. Uh, the, they just got USDA approval not long ago. Uh, yeah, it was, so this is from June. It was earlier this year. I, I had done a, I had done a couple episodes looking at this stuff back in like January and February of this year. The chemicals that they put in this stuff, and the unknowns surrounding the chemicals that, that they put in this stuff and the actual knowns and of the carcinogenic effects that some of these chemicals have like, holy shit, how does this stuff get approved? It's, I mean, this is the, the approval for the lab grown meat stuff is almost worse and very possibly could be worse than the emergency authorization uses for the vaccines and everything. <laughs> Well, and this is the next conspiracy theory is that they're going to start putting these vaccines into, into food. And so you're going to be taking the vaccine without even knowing it. But yeah, this is um, lab grown meat that causes turbo cancers. I don't, I'm not exactly familiar with that, but turbo cancer does not sound particularly good. Lab grown meat doesn't sound particularly good. Like wait. <laughs> Who could possibly think this is a good idea to eat something that was engineered in a lab? Like, I, I'm not doing that. I, I'm not like a fucking hippie, but Jesus, dude, 
Just eat natural stuff from the earth. It can't like, and what does it cost to like run a lab, you know, and to do all these things and to put all this crap into whatever the fuck a lab grown meat is. You've yeah. Like you said, no idea what you're eating, but it's not like there's no, um, environmental cost to running these labs either. Right. Like, and, and what about the, what about the chemicals that they're like the people who tend to push for more, uh, environmentalism and climate activism and stuff like that also usually aren't real big on the, uh, over pharmaceuticalizing everything and, uh, like manufacture stuff. Like if you don't want genetically modified grain to be fed to animals and you don't want anything with GMOs in it, this, this, uh, lab grown meat, that's literally all it is, is a GMO. Like there's nothing natural or, uh, about any of this. Like this, these aren't veggie burgers. All right. This stuff is like some sort of a hodgepodge, congealing of chemicals to make a meat-like substance it it, it, dude it sounds so disgusting to me just i wouldn't want to eat it in general but the fact that it's yeah created by man in a lab uh, there's just no fucking way i'm consuming it it's bad enough all the crap that we have in in the processed foods on the shelves now meat like a lab grown meat. <laughs> so what this article talks about is the, um, the cells that they're using to grow this meat is, uh, effectively like a tumor. Like it just keeps, it just keeps reproducing. Like the cells keep reproducing in order to grow because it doesn't grow naturally. Right. So, uh, so it's basically you're you're basically eating like a giant tumor. You're, yeah, you're eating cancer, literally eating cancer. And the FDA, it's got the government stamp of approval. Okay. <laughs> Do you need any more evidence that the FDA is co- a complete waste of space? Like they will they will bust your balls over like a label on your natural beef jerky or something. You know, oh, you didn't dot all your uh, I's and cross your T's properly. So you can't bring that to market. You got to resubmit, blah, 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 all this FDA bullshit. And then meanwhile, here's a here's a cancer burger. Perfectly fine. Go ahead. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ, man. Remember Jesus. when there was the big remember when there was the big push for like the new uh, Beyond Meat uh, McDonald's chicken nuggets there for a while. And like beyond meat had a big contract. I think it was with McDonald's and, uh, maybe Taco Bell. And I can't remember the other one, but it was like, they were pushing these beyond meat nuggets, man. Sam's, uh, had one of those tables set up where they had like the beyond meat nuggets. I put it in my mouth. I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to swallow it. It was just so bad. I had to spit it out. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. I, yeah, I had a beyond like when they first came out, uh, 
my girlfriend had made like two of them or something for dinner. She's like, we got to try these. They taste like burger. Like they, they taste like me. And look, there's like juice running out of them. And I was like, this does not taste like a burger. It tastes like, you know, when you do, when you use barbecue, you might know this cause you're kind of a fucking hillbilly. Uh, they, and they use like liquid smoke instead of actually smoking something. That's what it fucking tasted like. It tasted like chemical, like a chemical meat. <laughs> it was just like, I don't like this. It's like, yes, it's like kind of got the same flavor profile, but you can tell that it's synthetic. Uh, the, uh, the Beyond Meat Nuggets, it was like warm Play-Doh with a little bit of a breading on the outside. It was, ah. Yeah, Sean's saying that the, impossible meat beyond meat is, is plant-based. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is a good distinction because we are kind of, um, bringing, we're kind of commingling things here. They aren't lab grown, <laughs> but <laughs> the, all this vegan, this like stuff that vegans eat, it, it doesn't, it's not healthy when they're trying to imitate meat. It's like the things that they have to do to get vegetables to taste like meat. And to have the texture of meat is there's something wrong there. I, I don't, it doesn't, it's not healthy. <laughs> like if you're going to be vegan, good luck with that, but just eat like straight up vegetables. Then stop trying to have a burger. Um, yeah, it's plant-based, but it's like, they do weird stuff to it. I was going to say impossible. Impossible was adding, they were adding chemicals to, to make it, to have it the uh, simulated like juiciness and stuff. Like they were adding, they were adding some chemicals to it that I'd have to find the article. Like I said, it's been close to a year ago when I, when I was looking at that, but the, the stuff that they were adding to it to try to make it seem more meat like was not good stuff and not, not very well, uh, not very well tested or understood on a lot of, yeah, I'll have I'll have to do some follow up on that, but I've I've got a bunch of stuff on that that stuff. Like, it's not it, it it's not like it's not like the like a black bean burger or something like that. Like, it's not strictly vegetarian. They're they're adding chemicals and stuff into this to try to give it a simulated uh, meat texture and flavor and appearance. Like they're they're uh, they're sticking shit in it. Yeah. Well, we can choose to not eat it at the moment. I don't know how long that's going to last. I like remember, was it last year when just all these like uh, meat processing plants were burning down <laughs> and yeah. uh, chicken plate? It was just like every every couple of months there was one that was like going up in flames. And it was almost as if they were engineering some sort of sh shortage here. So I don't know how much longer we're going to be able to enjoy good old fashioned natural, natural food from the earth, from the, the hillbilly section of America. <laughs> the, uh, uh, my, my plan is by next summer to, to have a, a hog pen set up and hopefully to also be raising rabbits. By the end of by the end of the summer next year, I'm I'm hoping to have hogs and rabbits going. I'm I am trying to grow my own food <laughs> completely, like not have to go fully off grid, huh? Yes. Oh man. Uh 
it, there is something very appealing about having, I, I don't want to do the, the whole farm thing, but I want to have access to it. You know, I, I know um, we were talking about it on the last uh, happy hour. I don't think you were there for this, but um, yeah, some people like get together, you know, and they just buy like an entire cow from a farmer and then they just have like, you know, they split it up between the two of them. They have a gigantic freezer and then they just have like beef, high quality, like grass fed beef, whatever for the entire year. My, my parents and brother do that. They, <clears throat> they'll buy a cow and have it, uh, have it butchered and everything. And then my parents will give me quite a bit, like whatever, whatever part of it they, they don't want. They'll give me a whole bunch. So, uh, there's a, there's a freezer over my over my shoulder back there that's just loaded up with meat all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And as as a kid, we had we had this gigantic freezer. Dude, it was like from the 50s or something. And it's probably still working today. I think my parents just left it at the house because it was so big. And I was like, I can't deal with it. But it was just, yeah, that was it was a huge freezer. And when it, we didn't have like access to farms because we were like, you know, in the Chicagoland area, but when when stuff would go on sale, she would just buy a ton of a ton of meat, whatever was on sale, and throw it in the freezer. And so we always had stuff. And it's a it's a nice little hedge against inflation. It's just convenient to always have something in the freezer. You, you don't really have to plan that far ahead. You just have to plan far enough ahead for it to thaw out. You're like, all right, what am I going to have today? You pull it out in the morning, and you got it ready for dinner. And yeah, now with, and it helps you with like these supply chain issues that we had due to COVID and things like that, where it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to run out of food. I'm going to be good because I got an entire fucking cow. And I don't know if anybody's actually seen a whole cow butchered, but it is a lot. There's a lot of beef there, man. There's a lot of beef. And you can do it with pigs and you can do it with lamb and all kinds of shit. So, so. Well, that's, you know, like you were saying, you... You don't want to particularly do the farming side of it, but you do want to have the benefits of that. That's where stuff like what we were talking about last week comes in handy, having good connections and uh, friends and people that you know and can trust and can depend on for stuff. That's uh, that's that's something that's really cool is, uh, you know, being able to being able to rely on people for stuff, living in small kind of tight communities like that's it's. There is a there's a lot to be said for that, and and it gives you a, a certain level of independence. Uh, you know, like next week I'm going to spend most of the week deer hunting and not doing podcasts. So I'm hoping to load up a freezer for with all of the the meat that I'm going to need for you know the next year or so. Yeah, we're going to bag a deer. Hope I hope to get at least one, if not two. I'm, I think I would like to get two this year, but we'll see. How many? How many are you allowed to get? You, you, you can only kill so many, right? Uh, if it's, uh, if it's bucks, you can only get two. If you're like, if you're shooting does, then it's no limit. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's funny. All right. <laughs> Those jokes uh, write themselves. We don't need to rehash them here on the podcast. <laughs> Speaking of happy hour, we're we doing one tonight. Yeah, I think so. Let's, uh, yeah, I don't know if I want to do it at 7.30, though. Let's see. That's the time we've been doing it, right? 
Uh, we'll do it, it at seven. Well, I was thinking about doing it a little earlier, but yeah, we can do it at seven thirty. Yeah, the time change thing is is throwing me off a little bit, but yeah, we'll do it at seven thirty. Um, I don't know how long I'll. I had to hop off last. I did like four hours or something. And these guys were still going, so um, I don't know how long I'll I'll stay on tonight. It kind of it it'll be dependent, but I'll I'll be on for a little bit at uh, seven thirty. We got uh, a couple of uh, funny things to to close out on here because I think we're coming up on time. I say I need to start getting ready to get out of here uh, if I'm gonna get this uploaded in time. Here, this one, I, I thought this one was pretty funny. Uh, what is what is an incel, Johnny? Can yes. You, can you describe? <laughs> Dude, this had me laughing so goddamn hard. I say if you don't know what it is, this thing does for sure can you explain what an incel is so an incel is just like someone who is involuntarily celibate that loser sitting on reddit for 23 hours a day um with cheetah dust and empty mountain dew cans all around them and it just has a real stank smell that is involved with these people because i'm just gonna page you an image and like the fedora is a little crusty and the the beard the, the neck beard is strong but the facial hair is weak and there's a bald spot in the back, and you could just and you could just see the fedora just hanging on for dear life. And he's sitting there mutter, muttering under his breath about how like Jessica Alba's uh, ugly, right? You know, Literally, like yeah. that's what you're talking about. And you okay? Wait, can you just pause it when she's in the frame, uh, like almost in the frame? <laughs> she doesn't fit in the frame, as in the frame as she can possibly yeah. be. Okay, pause it right there. Involuntarily celibate. Dude, she seems very familiar with this concept of incels. As she's literally describing herself. She's describing a male version of herself. Um, I, and honestly, I feel like I can smell her from here. Right. Like, like, if, like, like you don't even need smell vision It's just like, I can smell her. We've all here. been around that chick. We know exactly what she smells like. Like you walk oh, past her in a in Walmart or something. Like I, I can't believe she was saying like this with a straight face. And of course, she had like the super cute chick as her co-host. Like I don't know what this show is. <laughs> that loser on Reddit with fucking Cheetos all over his face. <laughs> Stinks. <laughs> uh, for those of you not watching the video, this is. Uh, this might be the fattest person I've ever seen in my life. Like, what is, I, I can't even, I can't believe that that chair is supporting her. She doesn't fit in the frame. She's just like a, uh, an amoeba, like this blob thing that's there. Like, there's no bone structure. She doesn't have a neck. I don't know if she's talking about these guys with neck beards. Her head just like sinks into her torso. <laughs> and then her arms are just like, her art, her, the flab from her arms is basically at her waist. Um, making fun of of other fat losers on the internet. It's like talk about people living in glass houses should not be throwing stones. Yeah, dude, what is that chair that she's in? That's got to be custom made. That's got to be. Or is that like a bench that that's meant for four people? Oh, it's one of those wicker benches. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, like outdoor furniture. <laughs> like she's, she's sitting on a couch. It just makes it look like a chair. Yeah, oh that's God. one of those metal frame. Like 
uh, faux wicker benches that, that they use for like long, uh, patio furniture and stuff. Ah, oh, fuck. Wow. I don't, I don't understand how you let it get to that point. Um, yes, incels are the uh, <laughs> cold season tickets. Guaranteed. <laughs> oh my god, uh, she's exactly who I would get stuck next to on an airplane too. That's you know, and they're just spilling over into your seat. I, I don't think I've ever been next to somebody that big. That that's just she's on a whole other level. Uh, what do you think she's coming in at? Shit. All right, so three fifty. Uh, you're way low. I, I work with some pretty big fellas. Uh, one of them is around four hundred, and another was around five hundred. And the guy who's around five hundred might be about her size, roughly. So five somewhere five in that neighborhood. I, I'd give it. Bills. I would give it five plus depending on her height. She might be in the four hundreds, but yeah, man, making fun of other, other internet people sitting at home, the internet being all fucking salty about, uh, <laughs> like, I don't even think one of these incels would voluntarily have sex with her. That they, at that point it would be, it would be, uh, Voluntary celibacy. Nope, uh, hard pass. I I like not having sex. Right. Which is why I think she's why she's taking so much pleasure in making fun of them. She's literally doing the exact same thing that they do to Jessica Alba or whatever. <laughs> you know, like some loser that has no chance of getting Jessica Alba. Not like I do, but um, is <laughs> is complaining about how they're not hot enough or something on the internet as they sit there and they're uh, you know. They're smelly underwear, eating cheeseburgers and drinking Mountain Dew. And then there's this chick, but the female equivalent of that, making fun of those people who would probably wouldn't touch her with a with a 10 foot pole. <sighs> well, I was kind of wondering what the incel was. I didn't I didn't I mean, I knew what it was because just by the reference, but I didn't know that incel stood for involuntarily celibate. <laughs> I didn't know that that's what it was. So I did learn something when I saw this clip. Hey, as long as you're learning, that's that's the right, you're moving in the right direction, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also just love how it's perfectly acceptable to make fun of that type of person, the incel, but you can't make fun of this chick. Right. I, I don't subscribe to those rules, obviously. I make fun of whoever the hell I want. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Good grief, man. You guys got to watch the video because I know this was probably terrible audio for, for the listeners, but uh, a picture is worth a thousand words. So I, I did we get I sent you a bunch of stuff. I don't think we got through everything, but we got to you got to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to get wrapping up. Got to go right. to work tonight. Oh, right. man. It all is right. Veterans so Day, so happy Veterans Day to all of the listeners who have served. Uh, Sorry for whatever this country put you through, but uh, appreciate yeah. your service. I'm gonna go get some over or some uh, holiday pay tonight. Oh, there you go. Good for you, man. Yeah, and it's getting it's getting hot. We got to do this at one thirty. <laughs> three three thirty here. It's just too fucking hot now because the sun's like right in my face, and uh, I have to close the doors so that you guys can't hear the ocean, the motion of the ocean. 
And um, we're going to do happy hour in about four hours now. We're going to send out that, that email. I'll send out the reminder. I'll link to everything in the description. Justin is going to be doing hillbilly shit for the next couple of weeks. So I'll probably be flying solo and putting stuff out in the sub stack. Is it just for the rest of the month? Yeah, just, of, uh, just the next two weeks. The rest of No Nut November. Justin is taking off, going into the woods, doing God knows what. And uh, I'll be taking care of business as usual. And I guess we'll reconvene after Thanksgiving. So um, until then, yeah, we're not going to do any live shows. I won't do any solo live shows. I wouldn't know how to do that, <laughs> even if I wanted to. But um, I'll keep putting some stuff out for uh, the listeners while Justin goes and dicks around in the woods. And, yeah, have, a, have fun. Have a nice Thanksgiving. Are you going to be on the happy hour tonight? Work depending. Depends, yes. Depends on the work situation. Can't you just get that 500-pound guy to do everything? Well, Sounds he, like he needs some exercise. He drives one of the trucks. If he doesn't do what he does, then we don't do anything at all. So <laughs> He's kind of important. All right. Well, hopefully there's no um, climate activist blocking the road. He will run them over for sure. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what you, you should be doing. Don't get out of your car. Don't even bother doing that. Just Just hit the gas. It's the pedal on the right. Solves all your problems. Just keep going. All right. <laughs> so uh, until, I guess, December, you guys know what to do. Just keep on pedaling that so-called fiction. Peace.